Welcome to another episode of the Forgotten Athlete Podcast with your host Joseph. And uh, I guess I don't know if you want to be called a guest still, Zach, or do you want to be? Call, is it something that you're going to commit to? How are you, how, how are you feeling? Oh wow, putting me on the spot here. Putting on the spot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, let's yeah. keep the guest. Let's keep the guest going on. Let's I keep guess. the guest for one more. Yeah, one more let's... guest appearance, and we'll see if we can turn this full time. Well, we're trying to sign him on to a contract, people. So uh, <laughs> if you guys like him, comment down. Let, let us know. Um, and um, we have, you know, Spotify, uh, Apple, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but we kind of wanted to kind of start off the journey with this topic. It's kind of because uh, this is our second episode this week. So kind of just, you know, kind of figuring out some scheduling before the season comes up. We'll kind of release something that we're planning on doing maybe weekly or, you know, uh, you know, two, 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 two times a week. I uh, wanted to drop another episode just because how special the quarterback Netflix documentary was. And um, I think it, um, I think a lot of football fans loved it. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of mixed reviews that I've seen on Twitter in terms of people liking it, people not liking it. But for the majority of the fact, I think a lot of people enjoyed it. Um, kind of get a good insight of the the QB room and also the QB outside the room. Uh, like with Kirk Cousins, you know, f- you know, seeing him off the field was kind of cool in a way. Seeing Mahomes off the field was cool in a way as well. Um, and then Mariota, we'll talk about as well. So, um, where do you want to start? I mean, I, I, I know you're just anxious to talk about Mahomes, but we got to talk about the full story <laughs> of the, of just the. I guess I can kind of kick it off with what were your did did it beat your expectations of 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 a. Uh, because it it, it kind of had an NFL films, I mean NFL films and uh, Omaha uh, production, which is Panning Manning's company. They produced it, so um, it it kind of gave it like a like a like a uh, a football for a football life story, or you know something like on the NFL Network. Uh, but to your point of view, kind of how 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 did you like it? Yeah, uh, I think great intro, right and. Um kind of helps us to know where we're headed here. Talking about quarterback, uh, you rightfully said, hey, I know you're anxious to talk about Mahomes. Um, and while I did love that aspect of the quarterback uh, show, it was awesome to see, you know, former Raider Mariota in there. Uh, uh, Kirk Cousins, you got a lot of insight, uh, not only their performance and how they prepare for games, uh, but also their personal life too, which I thought was pretty cool mm-hmm. um, to to make them more human. Uh, because my time I spend yelling at the TV at these guys, uh, I do need to understand they have uh, personal lives as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that human element to kind of connect with them was 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 extremely important for the documentary to point out, and um, I think. We'll, we'll we'll get to this later down the road talking about whether or not QB is like the hardest position to play in any sports because Peyton Manning said that. Uh, Kirk said that, and I think Kirk too, right? Yeah, yeah, Kirk, yeah, yeah. So, so, um, like we, we'll, we'll get to like kind of the degree of things, but just kind of just like first, first, it was it was really eye opening to see you know how these quarterbacks dealt with certain challenges and how like Kirk Cousins. I mean, he is an all time pro. I mean, I I have always admired Kirk Cousins because he was a late round pick, got drafted after RG three, and you know he was a guy who. Was 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 kind of weary. There were there was a lot of question marks on him. No one really wanted to sign him long term to be a quarterback for them. Remember the Redskins, uh, formerly known as the Redskins, now football team. Well, he they, was the form. 
he was the uh before Dak yeah. Dak's contract situation, right? Yeah. Where it's like they're just going year to year, franchise tag, yeah. franchise tag, and the franchise got too big. And he was really the trendsetter for these quarterbacks getting these fully guaranteed contracts. Yeah. Um uh, as well. So uh Kirk made a heck of a career for himself. Yeah, he is one of the uh I mean he he I think he got one of the first guaranteed contracts like full guarantee contract, like a hundred percent guarantee contract just yeah, as past couple. Something million or something, yeah. Right? And, and uh, like... I think that's extremely important to kind of what we're going to be talking about today with is just quarterbacks in general, but the documentary, I think just, it was, it, it, it did an exceptional job at kind of getting the infield. I'm sorry, the on the field uh, and then also off the field method. Um, I guess we can talk about what we didn't like about can it. We, can I we... mean, Go ahead. Can we go but, one more? I have one more yeah, comment yeah, I'd like yeah, to make too yeah, on what I did like about it. Um, how about like those NFL guys who you see on TV? They tell you the NFL's soft and the league's soft. We're watching Kirk Cousins. He got beat up. Marcus Mariota got beat up. Patrick Mahomes got beat up. Yeah. Um. I think I think that was a cool cool little um experience to show. Hey, while the game has gotten less physical, it's still the physicality is still there, um, despite all the protection that these guys have uh, playing quarterback. Like they still uh, have challenges with the pass, you know, the, those pass rushers, those big linemen coming at them. Yeah, I mean that's a great point. I mean, I think uh, one of the things that I saw, I took from the from it was that, to your point, like we have to, um, like. Like I remember, Kirk was reading to his son about like how they changed the like how they changed the Tom Brady. How, after Tom Brady got hurt, they changed the rule where you couldn't hit the quarterback low, and um, you know he was saying like, "Thank God that 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 happened and stuff." And I just, yeah. but but still, at that same time, I was still thinking like, "Dude, you're still getting killed." Like, he, and 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 that was one of the things I liked about Kirk is he took things that he learned from like he learned something from Santana Moss, and he took he he saw what Santana Moss did, and he and he kind of like patterned that into his. Uh, into his game so he could, you know, play longer at an elite level. And um, seeing bits and pieces like that, and then also on the flip side, you see Mariota kind of, you know, we'll talk about it later, but there were some things that it was questionable <laughs> on my end about Mariota, like what he was doing. and no, We can leading. get into that because I thought, well, I know one of the things you want to talk about, hey, we talked about what we liked about it, what didn't we like about yeah. it. Uh, if you could start us off there. Yeah, I mean, one of the things I didn't like about it was um, I I wanted to know a little bit more about um, the overall team. I I I get it; it was about the QB, but I think uh, it it's important to kind of get the teams like um, the teams' uh, opinion about their quarterback. Like, I would love to hear what Adam Thielen or JJ would 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 be saying about their quarterback like if you know just like a little 30 mm-hmm. 30 second segment of like you know that's of like the time where they're interviewing the coaches and whatnot break that up Andy Reid didn't talk either to to if you notice I don't think Andy Reid talked because they had um uh what's the Vikings head coach name I can't I'm drawing a blank right now but they had him have for for multiple times he talked and then they had Arthur Smith talk as well a lot um for the um for the Falcons, but Andy Reid, I don't think he said anything. I don't think they set him down in that interview. And obviously it's because Andy Reid is the GOAT, uh, one of the GOATs of coaching. But um, one of the things I didn't like about it was that I, I thought it could have been a little bit more player involved. And then secondly, nothing I didn't like about it was um, I wish they would have, I wish they would have dug deeper into Mariota 
and why he didn't play and why he didn't why he felt he didn't have to come back and and and, and at least be with the team. Um, they kind of like brushed over that, and he kind of gave like a weak answer on that part. Um, I thought that was very very unprofessional on his on his end, and he and I mean didn't really hurt him because he has a contract with the, with the Eagles now. Um, but that was something that really like I like I, I didn't really like it too much. Wow, so you're attacking Mariota for getting injured and rehabbing away from the team? Is, that, is that what's it's, going on? It's I mean I mean the guy the guy the guy chose to rehab from the team when he could have rehabbed in, in, in Atlanta and then as well as rehabbing, he could have been mentoring uh Desmond Riddler. I, I, I just don't see how like why you would want to bring a guy like that into your locker room and like he wow. he was wow. playing awful. He was playing, just... he was playing awful. He was playing they awful. Were... Wow. He was playing awful. Wow. When they I don't want to be there. Like a... Well, go ahead. I'm I don't want to be a, like uh, apologizing for Marcus Mariota here, but the guy, I mean, he did lose his job right as a starting quarterback because uh, he was playing poorly. And I it it would have been. I mean, That's he's a veteran. Like this rookie comes in. The rookie plays bad. The team is going to look back. The fans are going to look back, I would think, to Marcus Mariota, saying, hey, we got a guy here who's been here. Let's put this guy back in. Like, do you think he left no, maybe he, because he was a distraction? No, he was out. He was – he was – he had – so You're announced. saying he's done. He, he, he was he's, done regardless. He he wasn't going to come back and play done. because he he was getting surgery. That to my understanding, that's what I got from it. I'm trying, Marcus. And I'm he, trying, Marcus. And he went away from the team because he didn't want to. He he was upset. He said he said it in documentary. He's like, I was upset because I didn't think that I was. I didn't think that I had lost the position. And to me, you did lose the position with the well, Carolina yeah, game. There. I mean, the yeah. Carolina game. I think both Carolina games, he he had he had bad throws. They won the game in Atlanta, and then which they almost lost though. And then they won, and, and then they lost like in, on that Thursday night football game, which like I think was second week later. And he had that stupid throw where he like threw it on his butt, and he like was like throwing around, and he threw it. <laughs> and it's just like that's that 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 was like tip of the iceberg for me as just watching the game. And and I had money on that game. I had I took the Falcons that game, so <laughs> I lost money as well. So like. That was like, all right, this is ridiculous, you know. And um, to me, to me, to me, I don't think that you, as a veteran quarterback who came into this, who came into the situation as a starting quarterback, should be able to leave. Now, to his credit, the coach did <laughs> hold him hostage. The coach did come out and say that he didn't, he didn't. That it was a mutual a- agreement, and they chose to kind of like split ways and. Uh, Arthur Smith called him a pro. He he uh, wishes him the best and whatnot. But I just feel like he sh- he left a lot of room for a lot can, of just. Can I ask you a question? Just uh, say whatever. I, I, yeah, I want to chime in with the question. Just a question. What were your expectations for Marcus Mariota coming into the season? I mean, I didn't have high expectations for him, but his expe- my expectation should not be his expectation. <laughs> Like, like I, I guarantee that, like, and we'll talk about expectations. We can kind of transition to that in, in about 15 seconds once I, once I say this. But I, I guarantee that a lot of quarterbacks have, like, Derek Carr thinks he's probably going to win a Super Bowl this year. Nobody on this planet Earth thinks the Saints are going to win a Super Bowl this year. And, you know, February could come and and they, and then they could be hosting up a, a, a Lombardi trophy and they'll come play this back and then they'll say this guy, you know, doesn't know what he's talking about. Old takes expose me. But, like, 
I don't think that my expectations for you should be the same as yours for yourself as a quarterback or even as a team. Like, no one thought the Nuggets were going to win the championship this year. Like, some people did, but no one picked them to win the championship, and they and, and they won it. They thought that they could win the championship, and they did. So, like, I, I don't think that – I mean, expectations. Let's 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 go ahead and talk about well, – because well, one of the things I, I do want to talk about – sorry if you have something else to say, but I just kind of want to talk about this because this is a really good starting point, I think, is that – it's 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 when you when you believe that you're going to accomplish something and, and you expect that out of yourself, you get a guy like Mahomes. Like that's like this documentary allowed me to see what separates Mahomes from. I mean, I'm going to call Kirk Cousins a top 10 quarterback. I don't care what you say, but he's a top, he was a top five quarterback last year for sure. But top 10, I would say consistently every yeah, year. I mean, he's he's about Mar- like he's anywhere from 10 to 15 yeah. he's somewhere in there. Mariota, Mariota, Mariota is a you know you know 30, 35 range, right? But like, mm, yeah, probably 30, 30. I mean, I'm just saying. Like I mean, he was a starting quarterback last yeah. year, so I, I mean, you got to put yeah, him somewhere so that's what I'm top saying. 32. He's like towards the end. But like, yeah. I, I say that because like you see what separates Mahomes from top ten, top fifteen, maybe to thirty, and that's what this documentary kind of showed me is like the expectation, like for Mahomes to buy an Airbnb three months before the Super Bowl, and then he told Jalen Hurts that he bought an Airbnb three months before the Super Bowl, and Jalen Hurts was like, what? You bought an Airbnb three months? Like, how you do Like, to have that much belief in your team and yourself, to expect that out of yourself, I don't know. Now, 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 well, with this documentary, do you understand how I am such a big Mahomes fan now? Yeah, I'm starting but... to get the picture. I mean, I saw this sitting on the couch here, you know, Watching I mean, this man and and now like seeing his world day to day, you can see I mean, like yeah. I mean, this the dude, kid, he's a competitor. His, the dude is, his wife is a competitor. Yes, that's what his I was dad's say. a competitor. Yeah. Like yeah. he has all these people in his life that he, yeah. you know, has, and they're they're constantly making it, challenging him, yeah, uh, to to improve. Yeah, challenging him to p- play through pain. Like we saw when he broke his uh, when he had the high ankle spray. His wife's in the box. Like he can't play get out of there it's like well he he wants to play right yeah and i think that's the like, that's the difference for me yeah i mean mahomes was ridiculous i mean we could probably i'm i'm probably going to take the next 20 minutes talking about this mahomes you know this mahomes in the documentary because just the ability for him to prepare and like for him to be consistently on that but also have the support from his wife like his wife was pregnant for the majority of the season and then she has the baby and then she's over here like He's he they're over there like teaming up together to kind of ba- you know baby the baby, but he's also like watching film and stuff. Um, and he's also like watching film on like the night before the Super Bowl's over or, or the week before the Super Bowl. Like he's doing all yeah. this stuff, but he's being a father and he's also like you know being a football player full time. And like Peyton Manning, I, I don't I don't know if you saw, but he was on the Pat McAfee show and um, he was all like he was saying that like being a playing a quarterback is a full time job. Like you have to you have to play quarterback seven days, 24 hours a day. And he's like, that's what a lot of these guys don't get. He was all like, and he said, even Kirk Cousins, he took a day off. But Mahomes, he's not taking any days off. Like, no days off he's taking off. If he's taking a day off, it's during the offseason. That, that, that was my one. I know you asked earlier, hey, what was your negative, what was the negative thing you saw? I think that's, I, I don't mean to throw it in the negative category, but yeah. it is uh, something that stood out to me was Kirk Cousins taking that, Tuesday off a week and it's I mean I get it he's a veteran quarterback and all and you can see obviously on the field 
the Vikings still finish with one of the top seeds in the NFC. Of so, course, yeah. I mean, it's not like it's uh, like holding him back from winning a Super Bowl. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is you, you take off that time and you're seeing other quarterbacks like Mahomes not taking off that time. Mm-hmm. And it and you see the difference. And I, I'm curious, no, is that like that 10% difference? Like, what is that? Because, uh, yeah, it's just interesting to see that. I mean, Mahomes took his wife and his newborn baby and his other baby to the uh, to the training facility with him. I mean, like, she's like, like people may like, people talk a lot about you know Brittany. I think her name is Brittany. I think her name is Brittany. But people say a lot about her. But like, to to have that to have that support system as your wife, that's pretty strong. And you know, I'm, I'm not saying Kirk Cousins' wife is holding him back. I, that's not what I'm saying. But like, there's no, a that's difference. not what we're saying at all. It's just there's a when you got to take a day off from work. It's exactly like, when you got to take a day off from I work. I think that's you, the and you can't. In the, in the middle of the season, too. I mean, this is in the middle of the season. I mean, he's fighting for the NFC North. He's fighting for a bye division, so they don't have to play the Giants. You know, maybe if he does have another Tuesday throughout the throughout the you know year, he can get enough preparation to beat the team where he can get a bye, and he doesn't have to play the Giants. In the well, first I think something series. something that Patrick Mahomes said, and I'm going to paraphrase because I don't I didn't write down the quote, but it was something about like playing his career with no regrets. He's literally leaving it all out on the field. And when you lose in the first playoff game as Kirk Cousins, I'm sure it had to go to with his mind. If I came in on a Tuesday, would I have made, you know, the next completion or something? Like, if Mahomes is like, I'm there. I'm giving 100%. I'm buying the Airbnb three weeks in advance. Like, I'm three, playing three through months, the three months. Or three, I mean, sorry, three months in advance. Like, I'm doing everything possible for my team to be out there. And with Tyreek being gone, Tyreek Hill, Everybody was expecting a uh, a step back. Like I had friends, like I was t- I was calling Mahomes the goat, like his first or second year in the, like starting. Like I'm yeah. like, dude, this guy is my you goat. Are. And my friends are like, Zach, he's not that. Let's Good. see him without Tyree Kill. Yeah. Let's see him without Kelsey, right? Yeah. And he he you take out Tyreek, and the guy does he throws for still five thousand yards, wins the MVP, wins the Super Bowl on a bad ankle. Like and it's like okay, are you guys starting to see this? This is this guy's he's real, you know. And I think that's the uh, that's why I love seeing this because it was like he's showing you guys the commitment that there is needed to uh, make people enjoy watching him every Sunday. Do you think and to play this is a Super Bowl? Do you think? And I think we I think I asked this question in the chat uh, with you and our brother, other brother Derek. But like, do you think that? If Aaron Rodgers had a support system like he like Mahomes does, do you think he'd be as great as he is? I want to bring that up because I think it's important to kind yeah. of talk about that. And um, I don't know what what do you think? Structure is probably important, right? I think that's that's where you're really that's really where you're getting at. Yeah, right. It's like just having that structure of knowing, like I need to focus. From I don't know. I'm just gonna throw 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on football, 10 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. on recovery, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. with family. Like having that schedule is is probably good. Um, but I I I I don't think you need that type of structure, like a family structure, to be successful in the NFL. I mean, the guys, how many MVPs has he won? You know, he's still a Super Bowl champion despite it being like a decade ago. 
So I mean, I, I that's that's my only hold up there. What do you think? I I just feel like there's there's a there's there's a blueprint that all champions have in in every sport, and it's structure, whether it be Michael Jordan, and we can talk about his off the off the court <laughs> issues, but. At the end of the day, he had a structure in place. Maybe, you know, he could have had, you know, divorces and stuff like that after the fact or even during during the, him playing. But he had some type of, some set of structure in place for himself for when he leaves the court and he has some type of distraction or he has an outlet, you know, which is his family. Um, Kobe Bryant, you know, one of the I mean, his I don't really have to you know go into his detail about his structure that he has. He's kind of blueprint set it out for everyone. Well, what about Marcus follow. Mariota? Marcus Mariota, I don't feel like he doesn't have a structure at all. Like, like I, 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 feel, I feel like he, he's well. Okay, so okay, so okay, so there's a there are two there's there's two there's there's a heads and there's a tails. I think there's a positive and a negative to having a structure in place because you can get complacent. But there's another structure in place where you have that person that's kind of pushing you to 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 get the best out of yourself, like like a Mahomes wife or like a Vanessa Bryant. Like they're pushing, you know, there's they're not getting in the way of their spouse, like becoming the best at at their uh at their occupation. Like I, I like Tom like like we saw Tom Brady struggle towards the end of his career and not win as much when Giselle tried yeah, to get in fifty his years way. old. Yeah, but Giselle tried to get in his way and then his 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 marriage then becomes a distraction. It's not something that's like really really helping him fulfill. So there's there's a there's both sides. I'm not saying that like oh you have to get married that, to win that's, that's, that's not that's what I'm tough. saying. But there's both sides to being complacent when you, you wait and you wait until well, okay what about early on when he was winning super bowls without being married he was married what are you talking about he's he, ever since his first was, three no he was with giselle wasn't he no he got giselle after he got to be like all the super bowls i don't know i thought i thought he i thought he married giselle like an old three or something no like that. he was a he, the kid was a nobody joseph he's a what six round draft pick like out of michigan Hey, I'm just he dated I'm, that he dated another superstar before, like a model, whatever. Okay, that's a good and point. That's where his oldest kids come from, but they weren't married. The guy okay. ended up but remember, like you don't think that you you don't think that him settling down had something to do with him being more creating a structure? Like you don't think structure so like you don't think that at the end of the day, like having a family is gonna make you more driven to succeed in your no. field? So you think that you think that no. where, where do you think that comes from? Where do you think okay from Mahomes for example? Where do you think that comes I mean, from? Is, is it just innate, or does that come from it, him having people pushing him and him having a family that he that that he believes that motivates him? Where do you think that comes from then? When it comes to when it comes to being the best, or I guess is that what you're asking? Overall, I mean, I mean not even the best, just about him wanting to be the best, like him striving for greatness, like. I think that's, a, that's it, 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 it comes from something. I, that's I think that's innate. And now naturally I think you put people around you who uh help influence that innate mindset. So you find people that like uh, from homes, the his wife Brittany, you find right? Like that's a partner that's gonna allow you to go and be yourself, go and strive to be the best while she kinda holds it down. Like I think that's that's okay. But we also see Aaron Rodgers be, I'm not going to say just as successful, but he's successful in his own right. Like being a single guy that's out there just literally just living life. It seems less structure and more like just random. Like you, I think he was doing the 
um, I forgot the drug that he he Brooms went and he something. did his like. I wasn't right? assuming. I'm like, sorry. Right? Man, it was it well, was something. Weird. It was something that the guy does right, and it's like he. I mean, he still comes out and balls. Like I, I don't. I think you can do it. You know, but it's all based on the individual, and I do think that people help. You know, uh, maybe drive you a little more, but to say, hey, this is the only way to be successful. I I, I don't know about that one. I can't get behind you. All right, so we'll kind of transition to this then. Is there anyone that you think that either in college right now or in the NFL right now? Oh, this now is the question. That can this is what we've been waiting compete for. Compete with Mahomes. Because I think that and I kind of preface it by by saying this because the documentary, I think if quarterbacks are watching that, I think a lot of them are going to, a lot of them are going to be intimidated by what they seem. I I just think that they are because some of them, even Kirk Cousins. He's only taking one day out of the week off, but there are some quarterbacks in the league probably taking two days and sure. maybe even three days, you know? So sure. I, I think Especially that the younger ones, exactly. Right? So I, I, mean, I think you that see Kyler having that quarterback, that, that call, like homework calls. I mean, yeah, exactly. So right? like, I mean, is there anyone that, I mean, Joe Burrow, I think he's one of the quarterbacks that I think can stop Mahomes. but like, is there anyone that you think that, I mean, and 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 let's keep it for argument. Let's say let's not just say nobody. All right, let's let's come up with a name at least one name that you think that. No, I I told you I think there's the one right guy situation. out there who, who there's who one that? guy who out okay, there who, who I feel like is somebody who really you're gonna look and be like, all right, this guy has a chance. Let me hear. There's it. one guy. Let us hear. Okay, it. his name is Caleb Williams. Wow. Okay, that okay. guy he plays in uh college right now. Right, but he's the only guy who I think who uh, has the natural arm, the athleticism, the mindset to really uh, push someone to push Mahomes. I think he's the only person that that is out there. I hear your Burrow. I hear your Burrow, but Burrow lacks that athleticism. He, he he once you lock this guy like his outside down, like he's kind of stuck. And usually. Burrow, he wins those like mind games where it's like, I don't really need like, I don't need to outscore you. You're gonna make a mistake before I make a mistake. He's gonna manage that game. Mahomes has figured that one out. Sorry, bud. Mahomes now knows how to manage the game better than Tom Brady. But then if his defense lets him down, he can go out and score forty like we did in the Super Bowl. Like he he's got it all. And the only guy who I think is coming is Caleb. Yeah, I think you're uh, missing a lot of names. Uh, and <laughs> sure. I think, no, I know, in all seriousness. Well, I went all the way to college. I went all the way to college. I know, so, in yeah. all seriousness. Like, I, I know, in, in, in the NFL, the, the names are limited. But I think in college, there's multiple names that I think guys who I've seen. And in the NFL now, that just got drafted, I think that can compete with them. Like, me personally, I let's, Caleb, yeah, Caleb Williams is, is for sure number one, I think. Um, I mean, not, not in terms of one like not being one being the best, but he's for sure on that list um, in terms of competing with Mahomes. But we got to see him in the NFL. Like, I'm not ready to say, like, oh, my gosh, this guy's, like, going to be the next. That's your question. Mahomes, but what's, what's up? Uh, let's, spend, let's just spend, like, the next 30 to 45 seconds on this subject, Caleb Williams. If Caleb Williams was a starter in the NFL today, we said Kirk's top 10, where, where would you rank? And we said Mariota's 35. Where would you throw Caleb in right now without him playing it down? I, I'm not one of those players, people who like put rookies in the top ten, like top five. Just throw like, them in. I I I put them. I would probably put them in the top twenty. 
right? Top 20. Okay, top so 20. we're good there. I was going to say 15 with Ivan playing it down. I think that's top 20. I was, you know, right? All right, that's all I want here. We can move on. Well, yeah, and then also, I I don't want to like even like people are putting B. John Robinson like number one, which is stupid to me. But that's another conversation for another day. Um, I just think that guys like I think for for sure one of the names that you're gonna that I'm gonna say you're gonna you're gonna not like, but me personally, Jordan Travis, Florida State. I think he is a great quarterback. I'm I'm gonna talk about college and I'll talk about the NFL. Like Jordan Travis, he's on that list in my opinion. Florida State. I think he's like has like one of the one of the highest odds to win the um, uh, Heisman this year, uh, and he's gonna make a lot of noise this season. Um, I think uh, another guy in college is Caleb Williams. Like to your point, I think Caleb Williams is a guy um, who does that. I think there's a lot of quarterbacks who are um, I don't want to say overrated, but I feel like they um, like they. Um, you're talking Drake May. I got you. Yeah, so. yeah, like yeah, like Drake May. Like I, I, I haven't I'm, seen I'm a fan. lot in Drake May yet. I'm a fan of Drake oh, he's May, a baller. but like in terms of him competing with Mahomes, I don't know if he's at that level. So he's a baller, but yeah. I'll, I'll look to be proven wrong though, because because I, I like I, I want to see a North Carolina player in the NFL do good. <laughs> I haven't seen that in a while. So what about what about NFL? NFL. So I would say that Bryce Young, I would put him on our list already. I think Bryce <laughs> Young is elite. Um, I think that Bryce Young is one of the – I think I would throw him in the top 20 right now as top quarterbacks in the league. Um, I just think that he is one of the best quarterbacks to play the game. I think he has the innate talent to play it. He has the the, mobi- the mobility to get away from getting those big hits. He knows how to get rid of the ball fast. He knows how to check lines. He knows how to play the game. He has a great uh, offensive-minded coach with Frank Reich. So, like, I think that at the end of the day, I think – Bryce Young is going to be a guy who can compete with um, him if they get to the Super Bowl, obviously, the NFC, right? In the AFC, though, I I don't the, – the list is short, honestly. Like, I would say maybe Josh Allen, maybe, like, Joe Burrow, because he's done it before. missing with but Josh. Like, yeah, that, yeah that, that's what I was going to say. I just think, like, Josh Allen, there's just a lot of stuff that there's question marks on. And, like, I, I well, he, you, guys, he has, you guys left at me he last can, year. He can outgun you. He can do that. Like, he yeah. can put up 40. But, but remember, you guys can he win a game 17 13? Like, I, I don't think so. And remember, you guys laughed at me. I called him, I called him a six foot seven, six foot six Zach Wilson last year. And you guys laughed at me. You guys said that no, that's Joe, not true. So those I, two things are I just still, I still believe opposite. it. I still believe that. I know I'm yelling in the air right now. So, me want to turn it down a little bit, but I still believe that <laughs> Zach Wilson. Those two guys are completely I, different. I just, Zach I just feel like you, I just feel like is, you, I, I just feel like, like you bust. put Zach Wilson in Josh Allen's body, you're not going to notice a difference in, in, in play style. I just don't think that. And, you know, I mean, we'll never know, like, obviously, because they're two different players and two different quarterbacks, but I just feel like if Josh Allen, like his, his trajectory as a NFL player has gone, has gone through the roof. Deservedly so, but like, there's a lot of things that he does not do well. Like he does not protect the ball at all. Well, he doesn't know how to get off of his first read. Well, he, he, he doesn't know like when to just throw the ball away. His decision-making is bad. There's a lot of stuff that, if you compare him to Zach Wilson, there's a lot of similarities, I think, in my opinion. Well, I mean, I if you watch Josh, Josh Allen, his football, it looks like he feels like he has the weight of the world on his shoulders. Like it really does. And I think it seems like he has to score a touchdown every single drive, which is super odd given that he has a defensive minded head coach. It's yeah. It's that make it's sense really sense. weird. It really doesn't. And it's like you guys have zero running game. You guys don't play 
any type of complimentary football. It's literally just Josh back there, make a play every single down. And it's like, it's really odd. And I'm like, who's your coach? Oh, your coach is a defensive coach. So you would think that they would have a strong run game. You know, Josh would be able to make timely passes. And they're not doing any of that. And I think that's where you see some of the challenges. So when teams, you know, start to defend a little better, they take away your deep stuff. Now, can you win a game scoring only 20, Josh? And like when well, he that's plays what, like the well, Bengals or the well, Chiefs, and I think that's the challenge that you're going to face. I, I mean, but that's what Mahomes had. ugly game. That's what Mahomes you know, had. You know who else has that too? Mahomes Herbert. had to overcome that. Herbert, Herbert's the same thing. Yeah, but like, but like, let's talk about this though. Mahomes had to overcome that. I oh, mean, let's, definitely. Let's you be honest. Brady, like Mahomes, right? his 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 first two seasons in the league, or or not in the league, but starting wise, he was just he didn't know how to take he didn't know how to take what the defense gave him, and then no, all of a sudden always, something clicked. He could always make a just, deep throw, where he would just check down to Travis Kelsey, and Travis Kelsey would just get twenty yards after the catch. He would he would catch the ball five yards away from the line of scrimmage and then just run twenty five yards and. You know, he would just dump it off to the running back. So that's the part of the game where Mahomes figured it out. And Josh Allen has not figured that out. He wants the deep no. play every single time. And it's – you think – you you could continue to think he's going to figure it out, but, like, he continues to not figure it out. And, like, that's the issue. That's where I'm just, like – this it, guy, it doesn't help when you have – it doesn't help when you have Stephon Diggs yelling at you, throw me the ball every single, yeah. every yeah. single play. And then also an enabler <laughs> who just who just draws the same plays up every single time. Like Ken Dorsey, yeah. he drew this. I mean, the, the the play calling was just horrible. And he, and you have to have a balance when you're when, when you're when you're coaching in the NFL. You have to have a balance, even though that you know that your strength is passing the ball. You still got to run the ball to make up to, to, to make up those windows when you do pass it to make it so the defenses are gonna believe that you're actually running the ball but like with the bills like they when they ran the ball it was just like oh snap they're running the ball like you know like defenses were shocked and when they ran the ball they yeah. were successful with it but they just didn't do it consistently enough and the defenses kind of just no, like they gave up on it they gave right, up you guys want to get 15 yards 20 yards there running the ball that's fine you know you, you guys are just gonna come to the red zone and then just kick a field goal that's fine and, and that's what happened and, and um, that's what happened so like I just think that at the end of the day, and we got about five minutes left, but like at the end of the day, you have to, as a quarterback, overcome those challenges, those mental challenges that you put in your that you put in your way. And Mahomes, Can, I don't think well, that since really, we're coming up on time, um, I noticed you left out a couple names here. Let me hear the names that I left off. You Herbert. left out like Herbert, who I, you know I'm I'm the biggest. I I, I hate watching Herbert, I feel like he's a fake Josh Allen, where it's like he put up some big stuff, but that's it. He don't win games. And then we have your other guy, Jalen Hurts. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think... You let off Jalen Hurts. I I thought we were just... I mean, listen, I love Jalen Hurts, but like he's (laughs) he's never going to be um, in terms of a passer. Like, I don't think he'll be on Mahomes' level. Like, I think that Hurts has the ability to. I think Hurts will win a Super Bowl one of these few years. Like, but I don't think that he is gonna like overthrow Mahomes and like be like win like four in a row. Like, I don't see that happening. Like, I do see them winning a Super Bowl over the next four seasons. I think he has a contract extension, five seasons. But I, I just feel like the Eagles are gonna win like one. But they got it. They have to do it with Devontae Smith. Like, 
because um, I imagine. I mean, he's gonna, he's gonna, gonna, he's, he's, the, he's. You know what I mean? Devontae is gonna leave. I, right? the, the, I, I don't know what Drew Rosenhaus does, but he figures it out all the time, man. He, he, he makes sure he gets, he, he keeps the players that he's paying, and those players stay. I mean, like, I mean, we I mean, really haven't, like, we really haven't seen a big star leave. I mean, they they left Hargraves go this off season, uh, Javon Hargraves to, to the Niners. Yeah. But like the Niners, yeah. they still offered him a contract, but the Niners just offered him a hundred million dollars guaranteed, and it was like, nah, I can't do that. But um, <laughs> I I I just feel as if the Eagles, they're a team that is a good destiny team, but I just don't know if they can take over the Chiefs as a dynasty because the Chiefs are entering dynasty territory if they haven't already gotten there. Oh, definitely. And um, I, I'm I'm I say confidently, like confidently, like barring injury, like the, the Chiefs can win the next. Three in a row. Like, I can legit see that. I can live in a world where I'm like, dang, it's 2026 and Patrick Mahomes has another Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, like, I'm, I mean, these, they're only going to get better. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. And then, and then, I mean, the Chiefs, let's talk about the Chiefs for a second. The only challenge I will say, the only, the only challenge I will say, though, is Kelsey. I think we got to start. I'm saying we, I'm saying we. I think we got to find some type of replacement. Uh, hey, I, I love. I wear the bandwagon hat proudly. Um, we got to figure out a way to. I'm not saying replace Kelsey, but we got to start looking towards that replacement. You yeah. know, so that's what I'm. That's what I'm most looking forward to seeing. Uh, Noah Gray, you're cool. We like you, Noah, but you're not Kelsey's replacement. So let's just. <laughs> you got to figure that one out. Yeah, I think uh, one of the players that's going to shock a lot of players this year is Kadarius Tony, and, and I said this last year, but like. I just feel as if he's going to take a big stride up this season. And I feel like Andy Reid has a lot of plays. Because if you notice that towards the end of the season, like they were drawing a lot of gadget plays up for him, like him coming out of the backfield, yeah. giving them screens. And that was, I mean, he was, he got there mid season and like he was hurt a lot. So, you know, coming from uh, New York with that hamstring injury. So I think he's going to be a guy that's going to be, you know, watching out for. I think he's going to take that number one receiver spot. Can he stay um, healthy? That's the, that's my only yeah. concern. I think he can. I think I think you know? the he's I think the injury. He's just... the the biggest thing is I think is that the Giants their training facility their their training staff has just I, I just don't see that they they've been good historically uh, with like especially with like injuries with the receivers like you notice like Gary Slayton, Victor Cruz, Odell Beckham they they've missed multiple games in a season yeah and you don't really see that with the Chiefs I mean you see you know here and there but Tyreek Hill he was always in the game. Uh, all right, Zachary, we gotta go. But um I think we I think this is a good topic. Uh shout out to the QB uh quarterback documentary for giving us some content. Uh um, yeah, great content during and, the summer. Um, I'll, I'll 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 talk to you next week. All right, thank you. All right.